afternoon. It's Stephen Lee with Logan Capital, and we'll have a Logan update for the first week, or I guess it's the second week, right, of June um, 2020. And I'm here with Sarah Henry, who's on the Dividend Performers team and focuses on the consumer as well as other sectors. And, um, you know, one of the most common questions we're getting from clients, especially after the move on last Friday regarding the employment numbers, um, there seems to be a big contrast between the headlines and the events and everything we're seeing um, kind of on Main Street, if you will, and the response with the equity markets in the U.S. in particular, now that we're, at least I think the S&P was up, up on a year-to-date basis, and we'll see if it held today. Um, but with, there's been a pretty big recovery in the markets, but that seems to be a little bit of a discount, um, at a disconnect, I should say, between you know, some of the mainstream headlines we're hearing. And Sarah, I know you your team has done some work on that. What what are your thoughts on why that disconnect seems to be there? So um, there's a few reasons, but I think one thing you can point to is if you think about the merits of these public big public companies that have spent decades investing in their infrastructure um, and the reliability of the cash flow that these businesses have provided, it's enabled them to make these big investments in e-commerce, which is more well-known to the consumer, but also in a diversified supply chain, um, logistics, all of these things. And finally, they're just trusted brands. So I think consumers, there's a real appetite for trusted brands at this point. And it's it's resonating in the market. But I would also note that the, it's enabled these companies to access capital. So they've all been able to really um, turn on lines of credit very seamlessly, and that's been made available in the market to sustain them in times when there's been a mismatch of demand and supply in the inventories. And um, finally, we're, we're seeing people come back um, slowly, you know, to the market and um, traffic is, is, the decline is coming out of the trough. Um, Goldman Sachs has noted that their reopening uh, scale that they publish is improving. So um, I think when you think about the merits of a big investment in the consumer, and granted the consumer is vast, it's um, two thirds of GDP. And when you're thinking about the stocks, even a big stock like Walmart is only a small part of consumer spending. It's less than 10%. So you have the segment, the small slice of a business that has been optimized over time to address this very environment. So I, I would say that that would account for the strength in the stocks, at least in part. I mean, yeah, it is interesting. We're starting to see, you know, you get to, you get to that. A lot, of, a lot of the well-run business, a lot of the businesses that have been leading the markets and lifting the benchmarks higher were businesses that had been spending years and years making investments, not because we thought there'd be a global health crisis, but because habits were changing. Um, and it's really become an advantage. You know, one of the things I guess we're seeing is, is uh, some of the less well-known companies out there are starting to catch up and be acknowledged by the market. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's interesting because it seems like now the market's continuing to go forward Assuming that this, I would, for want of a better term, this too shall pass. And right now it seems like investors and management teams um, are viewing this as a temporary issue. Um, do you think that's really critical? Do you think that's a critical 
factor and why we're uh, why the market's sort of playing ahead of the, the current reality? Yeah, it's an interesting thing. I mean, I feel like we're going to look back at this time a year ago and marvel at how little we knew at this moment. But also, we know a lot more than we did a month ago. We know about the efficacy of masks. We know about the efficacy of social distancing. And I heard one commentator speak talking in the healthcare realm that if we had a vaccine with 85% efficacy, we would all be back at work. So we know that masks and social distancing offer that same level of protection. And that has enabled uh, companies to figure out ways to continue to operate, you know, as we do <laughs> online, but you know, sometimes we need to get together for things and we have safe ways of doing it. So I think it's gonna be a combination of things. Um, that will get us to the next year, but we will know more um, next month than we did than we do now. Right, right. I almost think that right now, a client asked me today, you know, what's the big risk? Here we are. We've had this big rally off those lows, um, and I guess the big risk is if for some reason perception became that this wasn't temporary, that we didn't have a solution. Yeah. And then that could change, or if consumers decide not to come back, though. You know, cell phone, and I think some of us here have sort of approached, uh, embraced the idea that Big Brother is always watching. So let's, you know, use it for our benefit. You know, I saw I saw a chart where they've been looking at how quickly mobile phones have been getting back to walking around, which means how big are people walking around in San Francisco? And they're seeing that, you know, San Francisco versus, say, some of the cities on the East Coast closed closed down a little earlier, for want of a better term, and is now opening up a little sooner. And we're seeing foot traffic get back to normal, which uh, I guess is somewhat consistent with what we saw in China in terms of oil getting getting back to peak. Um, so I guess, we, you know, leaving it in is it's the market's kind of rewarding the adaptable and thinking it's, uh, you know, viewing this as a temporary but not yeah. pleasant situation. Yeah, and I think that's a good point that you make is that we do have a bit of a playbook from these countries that closed off early and then are now in the process of opening up. And we can see what the general path is. Maybe we won't be moving exactly in, in sync to what that path is, but there is a playbook to follow. And um, so that in itself is a little bit of um, a secure feeling in knowing that recovery is ahead of us. Yeah, I guess the market hates unknowns and we're slowly peeling away you know, converting unknowns to knowns. There's still a lot to learn, but um, yeah. we'll see. Well, thank you. You th Anything else you think we should uh, add? Or, you know, it is an odd disconnect. It's, it's, it's an odd disconnect. I don't know. In the end, I just hope everybody is safe and um, and doing okay in this environment. That's, that's all that really matters, and we'll all get through it. Certainly, certainly. Well, thank you. Yeah, it is interesting to read the headlines of the, uh, you know, see the market, see the, see the, the, the quote machines and then kind of read the local paper and think how, how could both these things be true? But here we are. So, well, thank you. And uh, we'll catch up again soon. And for the viewers, thank you for taking the time. And if you have any uh, more questions, please feel free to visit us at logancapital.com, contact your financial advisor or uh, contact your Logan representative directly. Thank you and uh, stay safe. And as a reminder, 
This material represents an assessment of the market and economic environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. Forward-looking statements are subject to certain risks and uncertainties. Actual results, performance, or achievements may differ materially from those expressed or implied. Information is based on data gathered from what we believe are reliable sources, it is not guaranteed as to accuracy, does not purport to be complete, and is not intended to be used as a primary basis for investment decisions. It should also not be construed as advice meeting the particular investment needs of any investor. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Indices are unmanaged and investors cannot invest directly in an index. Unless otherwise noted, performance of indices do not account for any fees, commissions, or other expenses that would be incurred. Returns do not include reinvested dividends. The Standard Poor's 500 is an unmanaged group of securities considered to be representative of the stock market in general. It is a market value weighted index with each stock's weight in the index proportionate to its market value. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price weighted average of 30 actively traded blue chip stocks, primarily industrials, but includes financials and other service oriented companies. The components, which change from time to time, represent between 15 and 20% of the market value of all NYSE stocks. Rebalancing and reallocation can entail transaction costs and tax consequences that should be considered when determining a rebalancing reallocation strategy.